What's up, guys? John here, back with another episode of The John Morris Show. This one, I'm going to talk about how to make six figures as a freelancer. I want to talk about this today because this was one of the things when I first started freelancing that I, it was a, it was a big goal of mine to be able to make six figures. I just thought if I, if I, if I, I could make a hundred thousand dollars in a year doing this, like I would be, uh, you know, I'd be set. That, that would be sort of, I, I, I would have accomplished a, a major goal or, or, or most of my goals when it comes to freelancing. And so I spent a lot of time pushing towards this. Eventually, uh, achieved it and, you know, sort of learned that, uh, <laughs> that, uh, it, it takes, it takes a little bit more commitment and it takes a little bit more focus than what I might have imagined early on. Like you really have to, it's not like it's impossible. It's not even like it's hard. It just, you really have to know specifically what you're doing and, and how you're going to get there. It's not just something that, Hey, I just do as much work as I can and it'll happen because what happened to me is I wasn't, I hadn't properly planned. And so I ended up in order to reach that goal, I reached it, but I was having to do way more work and I, I completely burnt myself out. And then what happened at the beginning of the next year is I essentially like went the opposite way. I just got rid of all my clients. I sort of checked out of freelancing for probably about six months. And of course that year, uh, that definitely hurt my income for that year. And so I don't want that to happen to you. I want to show you the, the lessons I've learned since and how you can make six figures as a freelancer without burning yourself out. Now, one of the things as we go through this, just sort of before I dive into it, you know, a lot of this stuff that we're going to talk about, there are, I would say, skills associated with it, things that you're going to be need to be able to do when we talk about marketing or we talk about delivering or, or whatever. There's all sorts of skills that, that you have to build that are separate from your tech skills. And that's one of the big things you have to realize right off the bat, that freelancing is a whole separate skill, getting work, dealing with clients, all of those things, managing your time, managing your project projects. These are all things that are completely separate from your tech skills. So no matter how good you are tech skill wise, you know, you're still going to have to learn these skills. So as you're going through this and you're thinking about all the things that, you know, all the skills that you need to learn, or I need to be able to do this or that or the other, I do want to encourage you to check out my freelancing on Upwork course. And the big reason why is because it's, it talks a lot about Upwork, but it talks about freelancing in general and a lot of the skills that you're going to need to learn, whether you use a site like Upwork or Freelancer or Fiverr or whatever as a part of your, your strategy. It's going to teach you a lot of freelancing skills that you, you need in terms of getting work and dealing with clients and so forth. So again, if you want the skills to make this happen, I highly recommend checking that out. You can go to upwork101.com to learn more about it and start the two month free trial of Skillshare where you, you'll get access to the course for nothing. So, uh, again, keep that in mind as we go through this. All right. So there's three big things that I want to go through here in terms of making six figures as a freelancer. So the first one is you, and this is the mistake that I made, you need to plan to succeed. So you need to actually know exactly how you're going to make $100,000 a year. And so the question that I would ask you right now, if you've had a goal of making $100,000 a year as a freelancer, and what, what, how, what is your plan for doing that? How many hours 
per week do you need to clock? What do you need to charge per hour? If you're doing projects, what do you need to charge per project? And how many projects do you need to do per year, etc.? Without stopping and figuring that out now, do you, can you just rattle those numbers off the top of your head? If you can't, then that that's a sign that you haven't properly planned for what you need to do in order to make this happen. So let me run through the, the numbers a little bit. If you want to make $100,000 in a year and there's 52 weeks in a year, that means you need to make roughly $2,000 a week. And if you're, let's take a, a regular sort of 40 hour work week. If you're going to work a regular 40 hour work week, that means at a minimum you have to charge $50 an hour. And again, I say this is the mistake I made because I wanted to make six figures as a freelancer, but I started off charging $25 an hour, which meant I was going to have to clock eight, uh, 80 hours a week in order to do that, which I mean, that's a lot of hours. I've worked 90 hour weeks before. Uh, in my my life, but it's not something that I think I could do for an entire year. So I, from the very beginning, had was set up to fail. No matter how hard I worked, no matter how smart I was, because I had not properly planned, I was I was set up to fail. So you have to make sure and figure those numbers out. Again, if you're going to do 40 hours a week, you need to charge a minimum of $50 an hour, uh, and you need to get 40 hours, again, 40 hours per week, Now, when you start to break that down to clients, you think, okay, on average, let's say I get five hours a client per week, which is, I think, fairly doable for most clients. Some will give you a little bit more. Not too many will give you less than that if they're wanting you to work for them on a regular basis. So uh, five hours uh, per client per week. That means you need to have eight total clients paying you $50 an hour and work having you do five hours of work per week. That's if you're doing an hourly rate, that's sort of a, a base plan for how to get to a hundred thousand in a year. Now you can adjust those numbers, maybe you charge more, then you don't need as many hours, et cetera, et cetera. But that's I would say kind of a standard plan for how to get there. So keep that in mind when you start thinking about what you're gonna charge and so forth. Now, if you're gonna go the project route, then you know, let's say you charge two thousand dollars a project. That means you need to do 50 projects in a year or about one project per week. Or maybe you're doing smaller projects. Maybe you're doing $200 projects. That means you'd have to do 10 $200 projects in a week or between one to two per day. So, and when you break, look at the numbers like that, it actually becomes a little bit more feasible once you understand exactly what numbers you need to hit. So again, that's the first thing. Know your numbers, be able to rattle those off the top of your head and use those to keep you focused on a weekly basis of I need to hit my 40 hours, I need to hit my charging $50 an hour, etc. So that's the first thing. The second thing then is when we start talking about actually getting work. And there's sort of three big things here in my experience that I want to talk about. So the first one, the most important one is in order to convince clients to hire, you have to have what I would call demonstrated experience. A lot of people think of this as a portfolio. It could be client reviews. It could be a client history, et cetera, but some, some form of demonstrated experience. Now, if you don't have that, there are ways that you can get that or create that. One simple way, and there's tons of these out there, is to do uh, open source. I talked about this the other day. I found an open source project for Shopify and there was a number of, it came up because there's a, I was looking on Indeed and there was a number of Shopify jobs that people wanted someone who specifically knew Shopify. 
Well, if you wanted to get experience in Shopify and be able to put that in a portfolio, resume, etc., then there's an open source project for Shopify Shopify themes where they're literally begging for people to come contribute. So why not be a part of that, get that experience, be able to add that stuff to your portfolio? So that's one really easy way. Most open source projects really need people. Another one you could do, I had someone ask me about this on Google or uh, YouTube the other day, which is doing free work. Is that a good way to get experience? And it can be, you know, uh, clients still aren't necessarily just going to hand you their site just because you're doing it for free. So one of the things that I told him was you need to make sure that if you're going to go in and approach someone and you're going to do a project for free for them, don't just think free is going to, is going to win the day. Go in with mock-ups of how you would do their site, right? So we'll assume you don't have a portfolio yet. If you had a portfolio, you'd want to bring that in too. But if you don't have a portfolio, just bring them mock-ups of what you would do and show them, hey, here's your site now. Here's what I would do with your site, and I'll do it for you for free. I'm just trying to get stuff to add to my portfolio. That creates a pretty compelling pitch that becomes difficult uh, for someone to say no to. So that's another way. And of course, as I always say, you can just do non-client work, meaning you can uh, build sites, the kind of sites that you're going to build for clients for yourself, just on your own domains, not for anybody, not for any client or anything like that. Just build them and then take screenshots so that you can put them in your portfolio. But the biggest thing, and and, and that's just fine because it's showing them what you can do. But you have to have something. Don't go in with nothing. Don't uh, you know? go on Upwork or build a, a services page on your website or whatever. Go talk to a local business. Whatever you're going to do, don't do it with nothing in hand. Don't, don't go in not being able to show them anything and just relying on you being, trying to talk them into it. Uh, you know, a picture's worth a thousand words. And, and so if you have pictures of, of what you can do, that's going to speak volumes about how good you are and go a long way towards selling, uh, your services. So that's probably the biggest number one thing. Second thing is don't be afraid to leverage freelance sites. I know there's a lot of, you know, humdrum out there about, Oh, Upwork this and Freelancer that and Fiverr this and this, that, the other. Just always remember that stuff comes from very, very entitled, entitlement-minded people. People who think that these sites are supposed to just hand them work. Uh, when you talk to anybody who doesn't take that approach, they often are uh, are just fine with these sites, uh, have good experiences with them, You know, may or may not get a ton of work with, from them, but they appreciate the work that they do get. So... Uh, it's almost always people that are entitlement minded that have had a problem with these sites and just don't be afraid to use them. Upwork's the largest freelancing platform on the planet. You know, there's probably thousands of jobs posted there each and every day. Freelancer, you know, is a massive one too. Fiverr is another one. There's other, then there's others that are out there, but leverage those sites because they are, they are marketplaces for, for work. The third thing then, and probably the biggest thing that I've done that has really helped me is content marketing. Now, a lot of freelancers aren't out there doing this. So the ones that do, that understand the niche that they're in, start creating content for that niche, start attracting attention, getting work becomes really, really easy because you're just, you're doing something nobody else is doing and you're creating a relationship beforehand. You're attracting a lot of people to you and it just, you're not just always in sell, sell, sell mode. You're actually creating content that's helping people, again, building trust and so forth. So content marketing and then just point people at the end of each piece of content back to your services page on your side or your profile on Upwork or, or your portfolio or whatever. Just make sure you're always pushing them back to your your business goals. 
All right, so that's getting work. And then the final thing here is delivering because as you get work coming in, now you need to be efficient in your delivery, not just to make clients happy, but you know, if you need to do you know, 40 hours a week or you need to do one project per week that, that you're charging $2,000 for, you need to be really efficient with that work so that you can maximize your revenue potential. And when it comes to hourly work, don't fall in the trap of, well, if I go slower, then you know, that, that'll, that'll sort of eat up the hours that I need. The faster you go, then you can start charging more. You can move beyond that $50 an hour to 75. And that means you have to work less hours. And that's how you get to the point as a freelancer of making more and working less is by the amount that you can charge. And the amount that you can charge comes down to how efficiently you can deliver. And so the big thing when it comes to delivery is systems, having systems for everything. So when you have a project, if it's a project you've done before or similar to that, have a delivery schedule. If it's not, write one out. I'm going to do this this day, this this day, this this day to keep yourself on track, but also be able to give that to the client, show them what's coming, keep them happy. So have a delivery schedule, a communication schedule, like key points in the process where you're going to communicate with the client to keep them happy. Uh, intake forms for asking the right kinds of questions that you need for uh, for, for doing a particular project or some sort of onboarding process along those lines. A referral review process where when the project is over, you ask them to leave you a review or, or give, uh, give you any referrals, anybody they know that might need, uh, your help as well, et cetera, et cetera. All of the things that you need to do to deliver, to promote, to get work, to all of this stuff really comes down to systems. But particularly when it comes to delivering uh, and making sure that you're not procrastinating and so forth. Break those projects down. Develop systems. If you need to outsource, develop a system for how you're going to outsource, etc. But uh, efficiently delivering to the point that you can charge more and more and more and, and that thus work less, less and less and still make good money comes down to systems. So the better you get at building systems, the more successful, the more you're going to make as a freelancer and the more happier you're going to be. So systems, systems, systems. All right. So that those are the big things that, that I've learned. Again, making sure I have a plan, understanding how to get work and having the skills for getting work, and then really focusing in on building and running systems in terms of my delivery and not just sort of winging every single project. If you do those three things, a lot of freelancers won't. And you'll just be miles ahead of, of what everybody else out there is doing. So, and, and that'll help you to, to get to your goal of six figures as a freelancer. So that's it for this one. Again, as I mentioned at the beginning, if you, when it comes down to the actual skills, if you want to learn those things, then you can learn those inside my freelancing on Upwork course. Uh, you can learn more about that at upwork101.com. As a teacher over on Skillshare, I can give you a free two month trial of Skillshare, just go to upwork101.com, click on the big yellow button that says start the trial. That'll trigger the trial for you. Uh, and then you can take the entire course. You get full access to this course, all of my courses, all of the courses, 20,000 plus courses on the site. And then simply take this course and, and any others you want to take, cancel any time before the two months is up and you never pay a penny. So it's a really great way to learn this stuff without having to spend an arm and a leg to do it. Again, the link for that is upwork101.com. All right, that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.